0: NBA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by CropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's CropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. And welcome Everyone, to a special edition, late Tuesday night edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. This is your host, ZB. 10 34 p.m. on the East Coast, Tuesday night. We're coming down to the wire of this Bucks Hawks game and um, just a a tough, tough night for the NBA and for Bucks fans. So join me to break that down, and then we're going to give you guys a handicap of Clippers Suns game six. Moon off. Moon off, how are you, bro?
1: I'm in shock, man. This is this is just absolutely crazy, about Yeah. I mean, we get pregame news that Trey Young is out and Giannis leaves with a, a apparent knee injury, and it's gonna be last man standing. It feels like, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I I can't remember being more stunned, or just like straight. I mean, that, I was just shook by that Giannis injury. I mean, so we'll talk about it for those of you who haven't seen it yet. Giannis came went up to contest in alley oop, you know. Landed awkwardly with, uh, behind Clint Capella, I guess. Kind of a physical play up in the air. Knee yeah. totally buckles backwards. Looked terrible. He looked like he was about to break into tears. Then he kind of walked it off decently well. Um, mm-hmm. Limping back to the locker room, then back out to the court. And then, obviously, they went down about 20 points. So, he went back to the locker room again. They're calling it a hyperextension, but obviously no MRI yet. So, yeah, kind of just a crazy, just stunning. I mean, obviously, the, the toll... Of this, uh, the injuries in these playoffs has been devastating. Like you said, on top of that, Trey Young didn't even play in this game. Now it looks like the Hawks will get a W. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we can just talk about what the Bucks might look like without Giannis going forward. I think mean, this is still kind of – they can still win the series without him, no doubt. So, you know, what do you think of this injury? And to me, it looks like it's the Suns' title to lose at this point if Giannis is uh, any type of missing games.
1: Oh, yeah, barring an injury from the Suns, right? I mean – it, it it's gonna to be tough for um, both teams. I mean, we still don't know if Trey Young is gonna be back yeah. for game uh to what game five. Um, so it, it just sucks, you know. Every single one of these series, we're missing the best player in every single series, and now in the Bucks and Hawks, we're missing the two best players. So, um, tough. As far as tonight, you know, I, I think. Oh, let me kind of rewind. I, I think for the Bucks now. This is a spot where Chris Middleton has to kind of step up, or has to step up for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, and same thing with um, Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, you know, Paul George stepped up in the absence of Kawhi Leonard. We saw that in Game uh, Five between those two teams, and I think that's what's going to take for, depending on what's going on with uh, Giannis's knee or how what the severity of the injury is. We'll find out more hopefully tomorrow but uh, initially it didn't look good i mean I, I think it's good news that he was able to walk it off on his own uh he tried to come back in but you know like you said that they were down 20 he said let's just call this a night and, and yeah. get ready for maybe game five and get an mri so um you know we're i think we're all still trying to process what's going on yeah. in in this game right now honestly
0: yeah exactly and i i keep i keep going back to um in the NBA finals when Clay tore his ACL, remember he came back out of the tunnel to shoot his free throws, right? Yeah. And yeah. then he went back after those free throws, and then because he, he, it could have kept him the opportunity to stay in the game. And then, obviously, we, ha- we haven't seen him since in right. an NBA game. So, yeah. you know, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit when he came back out. And look, for the Bucs, I mean, let's assume that Giannis at least misses a couple games, right? I mean, I, I have a hard time seeing him playing on Thursday night. We will see. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he definitely is a tough guy, but – Look, they still have two stars on this team in, in, in Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. They yeah. have really nice, two really nice role players in Brooke Lopez and PJ Tucker. Now, yes. you know, Bryn Forbes, do you turn into some sort of super shooter? Pat Connaughton, you know, they have pieces on this team. They they, they could definitely still beat this Bucks team, especially with a hobbled Trey Young. And if Trey Young's not going to play tonight, I mean, he had to be pretty hurt, right? Like this series, yeah. if, you know, obviously the Bucks came out terribly. And the Hawks had a chance to win this game, for sure, even with Giannis in it. But, you know, you're down 2-1 at home. You're not the underdog in the series. Like, this was basically a game seven for Atlanta tonight, right? I mean, coming into the game. And Trey didn't go. So, you know, that tells you all you need to know about what the condition he's in. So, just a crazy uh, sort of scene in this series. And now we wait to hear about Giannis, like you said. Um, Have have you seen any updates to pricing or anything like that? Or not yet, I'm, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure they're probably gonna have to wait till we get more news on what how extensive this injury is for him. But um, you know, I've checked all the outlets and um, nothing, yeah, nothing that I see that, that's um, that's not, nothing that's of news right now as far as serious pricing for this uh, series.
0: Yeah. So last question on this, and we'll get to work on this uh, Suns Clippers game. But what yeah. is your projected line for Game Five in Milwaukee, assuming no Giannis? Are you assuming no Giannis and no Trey or with Trey? Um, <laughs> it's tough. Man. I guess no Giannis, yes, Trey. I, eh, no Giannis, no Trey, maybe? I don't know. That probably seems the most likely ah, result. Yeah,
1: it's tough, right? So we saw today that the news came out without Trey. The line moved from what I think it was like six and a half, seven, and it got all the way up to nine and a half without Trey. So they're saying what he's worth about two and a half points to the line. Um, John is probably what, what three points, maybe three and a half. If yeah. that, I think, I think three. So I think they probably cancel each other out home, take away home court. I'll probably say like bucks four at home.
0: Yeah. I was going to say bucks three. Yeah. yeah bucks three or four. Yeah. yeah I'm very curious to see the kind of performance we get out of drew holiday. You know, he's been really nice in this kind of support supporting role very much been the Chris Bosch, you know, of this big three, you know, yeah. he's definitely taking a back seat, So I, I'm really curious to see kind of what he has in the tank in terms of just being a dude. And, you know, they're going to need plenty of Chris, plenty of drew. I still think yeah. that can be a really good defensive team. You know, Brooke Lopez can obviously take on more, of a, more of a role. They're not going to have this small ball option with Jan is at center, but you know, I think the only question is Mike Budenholzer and you were, correctly getting on him on in the slack channel tonight and we'll have i mean he's he loses his best player you know yeah. when you have a coach who you're concerned with um that's not that's not necessarily what you want to see yeah and i think
1: that i said like after that first basket that the hawks made he should have called the timeout even after yeah. the second one he should have called the timeout but he let that lead get all the way to 20 plus and and that's all she wrote for uh for, for the bucks in this game. And, uh, it's, we have about four and a half minutes left and the starters are still in for the bucks. Um, drew holiday, still in Chris Middleton is still in, uh, I I don't know why they're still in this game. They got to pull them out. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this team responds in, uh, game five in Milwaukee. I think they're going to be at home. I think that if this game was in Milwaukee and we got the train news, do you think that this would have been a different outcome?
0: Yeah, I do. I, th- I think that you, you would have seen the Bucks at least be kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I, I think this kind of was maybe a little bit predictable with the tr- late Trey news drop. You're yeah. kind of, you're gearing up to play Trey all day. Then it's like a letdown. Okay. Now we're like a nine and a half point favorite. We're definitely supposed to win this game. No pressure for the Hawks at all. They came out kind of having fun. Their role players are playing well at home. I, I think, yeah, I think we're in Milwaukee. We see a different result. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I do think, I, I will say for this game five, if Giannis does not go, I think I really will, and you get that depressed price, I think Bucks first quarter is something that could be a good angle for that for that game five. You know, kind of yep. very ready to go, everyone ready to step up without him, home crowd rocking, cheering on this team. I think they can come out, kind of lay a quick smack down early in game five. And if we do see a three- or four-point line, you're going to get that made, Bucks minus one in the first quarter. So that's definitely something yeah. I'll be looking at for that in that game.
1: For sure. And, you know, they'll they'll be ready to play at home. You know, I think, you know, we, we've talked about how Atlanta has not been great in first quarter, especially on the road. So I think that's a great angle to look at for the Milwaukee Bucks. But, you know, it looks like it's it's now one hundred four eighty, about four minutes and some change left. And uh, I think that's going to do it for the Bucks starters. Yeah, they're all out. So um, we're on to game five with this series tied at two apiece.
0: Yes, sir. And then let's get to uh, this. Why you guys are here to handicap for Game Six and Clippers Suns? We got one long ad break for everybody, so let's take a quick break here, and then we're gonna come back and get to this game. Today's episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast presented by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get started today. You'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures when you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button, and PropSwap also gives you a suggested price tool to let you know how much your ticket is worth. Last week, a PropSwap customer sold a $100, 175 to 1, Atlanta Hawks ticket on the Eastern Conference for $6,250 after the Hawks went up 1-0 on Milwaukee. With ProudSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like the stock market, but for sports betting. And use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive it the $500 in bonus cash. Go to ProudSwap.com or download the ProudSwap app today. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Make sure to head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a free $25. You can use that free $25 to enter Best Ball Mania 2 in first place. in Best Ball Mania 2 gets $1 million. That's right, sign it out for a free shot at $1 million. Drafts are happening constantly. And it's not just NFL, they also have NBA, MLB, and more underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN for your chance to win one million dollars. Last but not least are brought to you by the SGPN app, which is now live in the app store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, thanks for bearing with us off the break. Huge win for the Clippers and their kind of whole organization in game five. Go into Phoenix um, we were talking about it on our show all day about how the Clippers needed to go small, take Zubach off the floor. Ultimately, a decision was made for Ty Lue when Avicis Zubach could not play. Uh, the Clippers went really small all game, except for DeMarcus Cousins coming in and giving some good minutes. Uh, great Paul George performance, but just overall a very tough, resilient performance for the, the Clippers. Suns kind of looked a little bit lost at times, and the Clippers were the tougher team, hung in, took a lot of punches, and they – live to fight another day. So they come back for game six. up, what'd you think of that, uh, that, that win for the Clippers in game five and the Paul George disrespect of uh, overturning t- tour continues through these playoffs. And yeah, now Capella's down. Oh no. Oh no.
1: He just got elbowed in the face. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do do you think that was Paul George's best NBA playoff game in his career?
0: Definitely his best in a clipper uniform. I, I would have to look back at the Indiana days, but yeah, that was just a that that was a he phenomenal. Wasn't he wasn't missing. He he's so smooth yeah. when he and he, he had that mid-range going, the pull-up three um yeah. off the dribble. Just a great and and look, the, the turnovers are the one thing that's just getting kind of annoying, but he's yeah. carrying such a big scoring load. You kind of got to excuse it at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, he was 15 of 20 from the field. I mean, can't get better, any better than that What's it, 75% from the field three of six from three point land. He also grabbed 13 rebounds. He also had three steals plus 14 on his plus minus. But I think the bigger thing was that they got an early contribution from Marcus Morris and he just came out on fire in that first quarter for, for the LA Clippers. And that's exactly what they needed. is that they needed somebody in that first quarter outside of Paul George to get this offense started. And Marcus Morris did that. And then Paul George was, took over in that second half, they got a huge contribution and hit some clutch three pointers by Reggie Jackson. And, um, and when you have Marcus Morris and uh, Reggie Jackson combining for 45 points, you're going to win some games along with, you know, Paul George's 41 point performance. So this was exactly the formula that they needed from the um, Clippers role players. Paul George did his thing. And now they're going into game six Um. I guess this will be tonight if you're listening uh, uh, in the morning here, but for us, it'll be tomorrow night. Uh, so it's going to be interesting, man. I do think this 3-1 curse is starting to get on the mind of Chris Paul here a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think definitely it hurts for the Suns not, not to close that out in game five, especially because yeah. given how exhausted the Clippers were, I mean, they're basically running on fumes and they just kind of find a way to survive. Ty Lue, you know, can't be said enough about how good of a coach he's been in these playoffs. Um, you did say, so if you filter by the game score function on basketball reference, that is the great, that is the best performance of Paul George's career, um, playoff career. He had a 39, eight and eight in the, uh, Eastern conference round one against Toronto in 2016, but nowhere near the kind of circumstances that, that of that performance. So Paul George stepping up, you know, I, I love Batum love Beverly. I mean, Beverly is really bothering Devin Booker for sure. Um, bothering CP3 as well. That flagrant call I thought was ridiculous. Um, yeah. You know, Chris Paul's is just flailing around trying to get fouled, but, you know, it, it didn't end up changing the outcome of the game. Um, and, yeah, going small, I mean, no one has really been able to deal with the small ball lineup. <laughs> the Jazz couldn't deal with it. DeAndre Aiden now can't deal with it. Um, and the Clippers, you could really say, I mean, they should definitely be up 3-2 in this series if they just yeah. win that game with the valley hoop. The other loss that they had at home was an 84-80 game, which they had plenty of chances to win that game. So I think th- th- these teams are a lot closer, kind of, and I think they are winning the true plus minus of the series, um, if, I, if, I, if I am correct. So yeah, they, they've definitely been right there, and now we head to a game six where Sun's definitely feeling a lot of pressure. I mean, I, th- I think, like you said, the 3-1 curse and Ty Lue being on the other side mm-hmm. of that, he obviously has some history there. So let's turn to this game six, Clippers at home, one point home dog, total at two fifteen. up. where are you going for this game six? We're coming off a, uh, we're coming off a disagreement in game five, right? I, I had the Clippers. Did you, did you? Did you the Suns, right?
1: I did. I thought they were going to finish it in uh, at home in, in game five. But you
0: uh, com- You convinced me on the over though. That hit, so that was a nice hit.
1: Yeah, but completely wrong on the spread there. Um, I, I'm gonna wait. To find out who's threughing this game tomorrow because if it is Scott Foster, I am I'm back in the Clippers here because <laughs> we haven't seen Scott Foster in a couple games here. Uh, I think he was on the Phoenix game in game two, but that was without CP3. So maybe that broke the losing streak there, but maybe it's starting a time to start a new one. Um I think the NBA would love to see this to get to game seven, don't you think? I mean, you might want to grab some Clippers, uh serious price there but um i want to stay with the clippers man i know you said you like the Suns the other day um after the game was over in phoenix but i'm gonna go with the clippers here they're gonna be back home for the opportunity to force a game seven uh one point home underdog i'm gonna take that and i think that you know I'm worried about the regression of the shooting from Paul George because he just was not missing at all in game uh, five. But I think the role players, again, will step up to game. might see another Terrence Mann game. You know, Reggie Jackson has been consistent all series long, so he might get some help there. But I'm going to take Clippers plus that uh, point at home.
0: Yeah, and for some reason, this keeps happening during our shows. For The Clippers uh, plus one just ticked up to minus 115 as you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, maybe there's some mystical forces out there. I kind of forgot, I did say in the Slack channel after that game five, that I like the Suns in game six. I kind of can't remember why I thought that because of how late it was. Um, yeah. I, I think I felt I felt something in my gut. I think I might have felt bad that I was chirping CP3 so hard, felt bad that I was getting on McKee's nerves, so I had to throw throw a bone. I was taking the Suns. <laughs> um, you know, I think there there definitely is some... Uh, been some funny banter in the Slack channel, so get in there if you're not. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Clippers here. Um, okay. I, I, I think that, that they they kind of have figured out that the small ball approach it works. I think, to me, I like the over in this game a little bit more. Okay. Um, I didn't think that the, the Clippers' small ball, they can. They figured out this Suns' defense while small, yeah. and that we saw that, that sacrifice is what they can do in the defensive end. The Suns had a lot of good looks. They also struggled against that zone to generate looks at times. I think the Suns will be able to score, especially without this rim protection. they got to get the ball to DeAndre and kind of mash more inside. He had a rough game in Game 5 for really no good reason, right? He, if he has Marcus Morris on him, He's got a mash. So I do like this over at 215, but I will go with the Clippers plus one. I think that um, they'll just continue to fly around. And, and look, the, we saw this formula for them against the Jazz where if you just go and try to take away PG, I mean, you mm. can get destroyed by a barrage of three pointers from the rest of these guys. Yeah. You know, Reggie Jackson. And if you're at home and Terrence Mann and Pat Bever hitting threes, like you said, it's very, very hard to beat this Clippers team um, when they're just so much spacing and ball handling and. Nicholas Batum making quick decisions and Reggie Jackson all of a sudden being a top 10 point guard. I mean, he's le- Reggie Jackson is legit phenomenal. Um, yeah. You know, shooting the three, finishing everything he does. So I will take the Clippers here uh, as a home dog, uh, but definitely going to be one that I'm excited to see where Slack channel ends up. So if you're not in there, it's uh, sg.pn slash Slack to sign up. up, where are you going to the total here?
1: yeah, I agree with you hundred percent that if, if if Zubac is not going to be able to go, I think he's still listed as questionable for this game. Um, but um, that small ball, I think they play with a lot more pace when he's not on the floor. and there's like a lot more there's like a, a lot more flow to the offense when he's not there because um, it, it they they want to play that small ball, right? do the clippers and when you have an extra shooter on the floor, uh, that really opens up the floor. Like you said, that these guys are g- going to be able to knock down some shots um, from the corners or, you know, like you said, Pat beverage, Jackson, Marcus Morris, Terrence, man, all these guys can knock down the shots. So, and I think another point that you hit the nail on the head was they, despite it, it was part of the injury, but Batum did play 30 minutes in um, game five and he was a plus 18 off the bench. So I think that was huge for them. So um, I will also lean towards the over in this game. Um, yeah, I think the shot making is going to be there. Uh, it, it'll be a repeat of performance as far as shooting wise from the Clippers. I'm just more comfortable with them being at home and being able to shoot. So uh, also on the over there and the Clippers plus the one. So maybe a little parlay there too.
0: Yeah, the, the, I like that parlay. Definitely like there's also like the house money angle, right? For the Clippers too. And and I, I think I trust Ty, Ty Lu and most of any coaches left in these playoffs. Now, I think Monty Williams obviously had a phenomenal season and he was coach of the year if i recall correctly but tylu to me in the playoffs different animal this team is very locked in and uh, i'm I'm really looking forward to this game i think both teams kind of have a lot to prove and and we're going to see what this phoenix suns team is made of they kind of have had a lot of things go their way these playoffs now they've also had the terrible chris paul like you know crazy scenario there but um and the injury that chris paul suffered but I'm looking forward to seeing how they respond to getting totally punched in the mouth in game five. Um and and the Clippers, they do such a good job of responding to the other team's run. Like when yeah. Phoenix kept cutting it, mm-hmm. Clippers were up ten, Phoenix would cut it, Clippers would push it back out again. Like they did not get rattled. They stood, they stayed the course and got a great win. Now they got to do it again in game six. Any quarter props, uh other bets you're seeing for tomorrow night that you like, any prop angles you're looking at. I think we probably should have the props open already yeah they um,
1: should let me take a look here um yeah they are okay let's, as far as um with you know phoenix sorry with clippers being at home i kind of like that first half for the clippers but um i'm gonna I wait to pull the plug on that tomorrow. I'm gonna dig a little more deeper tomorrow but yeah i see some props here um I think the first one that really jumps off the page to me is, you know, Marcus Morris over 13 and a half points. I think that saw a stat in game five where it says that if he's shooting better than 50%, this team was undefeated uh, in the playoffs so far. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if he's going to continue to shoot well, he's going to need that support. Paul George will need that support from Marcus Morris again. So I like that over 13 and a half points for Marcus Morris to start it off for tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I'm uh, in terms of props. I'm going back to Reggie Jackson. Uh, 20 and a half going over. Okay. The usage is there. The shot making is there. I love this guy's game right now. And yeah, it's only upgraded by a point. I think I'm, I'm happy with that. So Reggie Jackson over 20 and a half points.
1: Um, well, they are, they have Paul George rebounds listed at 10 and a half. Now, which is crazy. Um, well,
0: he's probably their tallest player, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. In their in their like closing lineup or whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let me see Pat Bev uh, rebounds because this he's always finding a way to get those loose balls and offensive rebounds. Um, let's see. He's listed at three and a half. Yeah, give me that over. It's, it's again, juiced a little bit, but uh, I will take that over. Pat, Patrick Beverly over three and a half rebounds. He had... He had five in the last game. He had four in game four, six in game three, four in game two. So he's had four or more since game one in this, um, in, in the, in the Western conference finals here. So I'll make that prop play number two, Patrick Revely over three and a half rebounds.
0: There you go. Anything else that you got for this game? I'm very, very excited for this one, especially, uh, You know, just giving the kind of bad blood that was brewing in game five. And it's going to be an intense game. So any other plays you got? No,
1: I think that's it. Uh, Again, I'm going to wait for that referee report tomorrow. And if Scott Foster is on this game, I will auto bet the uh, Clippers because we know the history with Scott Foster and CP3. So um, uh, as soon as that pops up, I believe it comes around, what, eight o'clock or nine o'clock Eastern time. So in the morning. So definitely keep your eye out for that.
0: There you go. Let's uh will we'll run back through these plays real quick for tomorrow. And I, I'm gonna be on the Clippers plus one over 215 and Reggie Jackson over 20 and a half points. Moon off, how about you?
1: Yeah, uh, I think we are in double lockstep with yep. the Clippers plus one and the over. I am on uh Marcus Morris over 13 and a half points tomorrow and then Patrick Beverly over three and a half rebounds. It's juiced a little bit, but I think that he'll definitely get that over there. So those are the plays for tomorrow.
0: There we go. And that is our show. Nice quick show tonight. Yep. Really exciting game tomorrow night. Obviously prayers up to Giannis. Hope that that is good and that he can come back at some point in this series or in these playoffs. But for now, we got to wait until we get a Woj or a Shams bomb tomorrow with the news. So Munaf, where are going to be able to find you on Twitter?
1: Yeah, find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824, uh, dropping MLB, and I'll post my uh, uh, NBA picks again if for some reason you get get it on the pod.
0: There you go. You can follow me on Twitter at NBA Zach B. Get in the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. We keep just tricking up members in the NBA Slack. So we had some some funny banter in there last night, it's funny banter in there tonight, so we'll keep that going. Check out sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check out all the podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, including this podcast, the NBA Gambling Podcast. So, uh hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. We uh, d- definitely enjoy doing these night shows and get these picks out to you guys for tomorrow night early. So, good luck with all your bets tonight, tomorrow, and the rest of these NBA playoffs, and let it ride, everybody.
1: Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball, because I'm going to.